0: Because at the end of the day, God knows their stories, right? Yeah. God knows their struggles. God heard their prayers as they're driving to the abortion center. He knows how to answer those things. And, um, We don't, right? And so if we're in tune with the Lord, sometimes He'll drop that stuff in our hearts. He'll put the words in our mouth. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, send me Lord, I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. Welcome to the Gospel-Centered Pro-Life Podcast, a podcast designed to equip, encourage, and challenge you in pro-life ministry, and always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion, touched your heart Use me, Lord, use me, Lord Welcome back to the Gospel-Centered Pro-Life Podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us. As always, I am joined, my name is Daniel Parks, and I am joined by Vicki Casiorg. Say hey, Vicky.
1: Hey, everybody. Good to be here. Yeah,
0: it is good to be here, right? And uh, our roles. My role is I actually serve now as executive director for Love Life. So, the Lord has opened up an opportunity for me to serve at a higher level, and wow. I'm blessed to be able to do that.
1: Wow! Awesome. Yeah. And, and yeah. He's still here talking to us, mere mortals. <laughs> I know. You
0: know, you gotta you gotta stoop down to the little people sometime <laughs> just to let them know you love them. Uh,
1: uh-huh.
0: I'm blessed to do this, and uh, blessed to just see what God's doing on the sidewalks across the nation, and blessed to serve in the capacity that the Lord has allowed me to serve in. And um, Vicki serves as our Sidewalk Outreach Training Director mm-hmm. and is actually gearing up in a couple of months to go to Southern California to help do some training there. Right. And maybe Pennsylvania, maybe New York, mm-hmm. maybe Roanoke, Virginia.
1: Yeah, a lot of visits planned. And I'm going to be visiting, I think, eight, maybe nine abortion centers in Southern California yeah. when I yeah. head out there.
0: Yeah, and yeah. what she does is she goes into those cities, spends some time on the sidewalk. She kind of goes in as like an observer first mm-hmm. and spends some time on the sidewalk with the team, sees some of the things that are doing right, maybe some of the things that they can improve, and then encourages them in those areas of improvement, and then they apply those improvements. And every time she's gone into a city and done this, which she's done several last year yeah, like this, they have seen an uptick in people that engage with them, babies yeah. saved. Yeah. Uh, literature handed out, all of that,
1: yeah,
0: um, because God has gifted you, Vicki, with the ability to not just do the stuff, but train people to do the stuff.
1: Well, thank you. But a, a lot of it is I've done this a long time, and and so, you know, you learn a few things when, yeah. you, when you stick to any topic, any subject, yeah. any yeah. endeavor.
0: I think John Maxwell says um, to be an expert on a thing, you need to do that thing for an hour a day. Mm-hmm. For five years, and wow. you become an expert.
1: Wow! So we're we're experts many times over. That. Yeah,
0: I think it's, I think that's what he says: an hour yeah. a day for five years, and you become an expert on it. Or experience, you study that thing. Or experience
1: whatever. does count for yeah. a lot. It it does. Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's what we want to bring to you guys on this podcast: mm-hmm. is experience, some of the mm-hmm. things that we've learned. And so, please take advantage of all the episodes that we have. Over two hundred episodes. Go to gospelcenteredprolife.com. You can take advantage of all those episodes. They're all there. You can search them, search for keywords. If we've covered a subject, put that keyword in, and that subject, that podcast that covers that subject will pop up. And my guess is we have covered the subject that you might have a question about because we've right. done a lot of episodes. Right. So take advantage of that. We'll leave our email addresses at the end of this episode if you want to reach out to us with particular questions. also want to mention something that may many of you guys may not know about. And that is a monthly, what we call Q&E meeting. Mm. And that's a monthly meeting, first Saturday of every month, 5 p.m. Eastern time, which is 2 p.m. on the West Coast or Pacific time. And it's where all the people that are under Love Life that have come through all of our training modules, we have three training modules. And if you've gone through all three of those training modules, you get an invite to that meeting and Vicky and I or Vicky and Carrie which is she's one of our leaders here locally in Charlotte or on that zoom meeting, answering questions, giving some encouragement. And, uh, you know, normally Vicki has a devo or something like that to share. That's really encouraging as it pertains to the sidewalk and then just answer questions. People have questions about struggles they're having on the sidewalk. How do I, how do I navigate this problem or that problem? And since Vicki and I and Carrie have been doing this for a long time, we try to be available to answer those questions. And it's, it's a good time of fellowship too.
1: It is seeing people from all over the country, all involved in this work and, you know, passionate about it. Yeah, Yeah, it's really cool. It is.
0: So in order to be a part of that, you have to have gone through all of our training modules. So if you're not in a love life city, um, the only way you could do that is if your church is a house of refuge church, you're able to get all three of those training modules and you can get an invite to that. And if you're in a Love Life City and you've not gone through all three training modules, you need to do that because we want to see you on that meeting. Yeah. And with that, we're going to jump into um, a story. We like to share a story. Actually, we're going to share in this episode kind of the main theme of this episode is Holy Spirit Moments at the Abortion Center. Yeah. And so we're going to jump into that in just a bit. We reached out and asked people locally and all over the nation, just share some Holy Spirit moments, some moments on the sidewalk where you've seen the Holy Spirit move. You know it was not a natural thing, right? It was supernatural. The Holy Spirit was moving on somebody's heart or in the situation. So we're going to share that. And of course, all the things that happen, babies being saved, people come to the Lord, hearts being changed. That's the work of the Holy Spirit, right? We can't change people's hearts. So we recognize that. But these are just some um, really unique moves of the Holy Spirit that have happened on the sidewalk. But before we jump into that, let's share the story that you wanted to share from a local situation that just played out not long ago.
1: Yeah, which is also a Holy Spirit moment. But, um, but it, it's, a, it's a really <clears throat> sorry encouraging story. Um, a 15-year-old came to us. She was brought by a friend of the family and because she wasn't actually brought to the abortion center by her mother they would not let her have the abortion which surprised me okay <clears throat> i was i was glad to hear that but anyway she was only 15 they left the abortion center she's still very abortion determined and she came to us yeah. and and talked with us and as we shared with her about all the resources available, the development of the baby, what God has to say, she she said she was a believer, young believer, you know, she's 15. Right. Um, the friend of the family also said she was a believer, and yet they're they're still considering abortion. So we we really talked about that if Jesus is your Lord, you know. You do what he says, yeah. and he's very clear about that, shall not murder. Anyway, she went home. She did see her baby on an ultrasound. She went home still undecided, okay. and um, I did stay in touch with her. And finally, like three days later, she said, yeah, she had chosen life. Part of why she was there, in fact, the major reason she was there for the abortion was her mother was furious with her. And was pushing for the abortion. Yeah, wow. The mother also claimed to be a believer, but said, you know, the, the 15-year-old had to get this abortion. Anyway, uh, a couple days after, the 15-year-old tells me that she has chosen life and we're going to sign her up for a mentor and provide a baby shower and all this all this help. And as I explained all the help, which she did communicate to her mom, a couple days later, her mother contacted us with a friend of the mothers who was considering abortion and the mother brought that friend to us so she had made this you know 180 degree yeah. turn from pushing her daughter to have an abortion to coming to us because she said these people will help you you don't need to do this so that's a miracle yeah, in in and of itself and that 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 person very tough situation did choose life as well. And it's just so exciting that two babies were saved and and obviously other people influenced by a 15-year-old right. who took yeah. a step of righteousness and, and towards God, and because we were there and we were able to guide her yeah. in that direction. Yeah, that's
0: pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, great story.
0: Yeah. And one of the things we like to do, either based on the story or just an observation, is give a training tip, mm-hmm. something that would help you guys, something that would encourage you guys and equip you further for sidewalk ministry. And you had a training tip even from that story, right?
1: Yeah. This um, I had been advised by the friend of the family not to bug this 15-year-old. Yeah. Leave her alone. Let her make this decision. Well, that goes against every grain of my being. When, yeah. <laughs> when, when I know that the influences at home are not of God. Yeah. They say they are, but the people at home were pushing for the abortion. So I didn't bug her as much as I normally would, but I did send text. I stayed in touch. And I would send text with Bible verses and with words of encouragement. And she never responded until it was like three days later. I yeah. said, How are you doing? I didn't give up. I just kept sending these texts in the Bible verses. And um, she said, I'm doing good and that was different from the tenor of her other text. And then I said, oh, did you make a decision? And she said, yes, I've, I've chosen life. Yeah, wow. And, um, and the same thing happened with the friend of the mother who had initially made a choice for life, which I felt was very firm. And then she kind of ghosted me, didn't respond, but I kept sending text, kept sending Bible verses. And it turns out that finally I said, how are you doing? And she said, not well. And and she was actually really struggling. And she would have been back at the abortion center had I not been continuing to send those texts. Because yeah. it gave me the opportunity then to minister yeah. to her in, in a a really deep depression right. and struggle. So the training tip don't give up. Stay in touch. The power of the gospel is mighty yeah. to save. Keep sending those Bible verses. Keep in contact. And Basically, my, uh, I don't know, motto is don't give up till you know the baby's dead. Yeah. Don't give up because you never know what might change that heart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Praise God for that. Yeah. So let's jump into our main subject, Holy Spirit moments Yeah. at the abortion center. We had a couple of folks just write up a quick little testimony. Yeah. So we're going to share those and maybe give some insights based on those testimonies. And the first one we have actually is from Carrie, who right. is one of our leaders here right. in Charlotte. Yeah. And so if you wouldn't mind, read read that story. Sure.
1: So w- the way we're going to do this is I, I just compiled all of these Holy Spirit moments from the people who sent them into us. We may expand upon this, even make a book out of it, because it, it's so inspiring. Yeah. Um, because you don't need to rely on yourself. And in fact, you shouldn't rely on yourself when you're on the sidewalk. Sidewalk work is hard. It is scary. But the Holy Spirit truly does yeah. intercede yeah. on, on behalf of those children and, and to help us. So Carrie wrote a story. Um, these are her own words. Mama C stopped in the street and rolled her window down, so I approached. She asked if this was, quote, the place. End quote. Carrie responded with, I'm here so that you don't have to go to the place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. She broke into tears and covered her face with her hands. I asked her to pull to the curb, and she did. She really has so much going for her, but it was she was so very afraid because she already has a two-year-old. I got... A Pregnancy Resource Center on the phone. They talked with her and told her to come there. Later, I called them, identified who I was, that I was with Love Life on the sidewalk, and they responded with the urgency and help right away. In fact, when I called later to thank them, she told me the sonographer was normally off on Fridays, but came in especially to do the ultrasound. I've never said anything like that. To a mom right off the bat. It was so totally the Holy Spirit because she answered right away that she really didn't want to go in that place and broke into tears and ended up choosing life. Yeah. Yeah. So I I remember once very similar story happened to me where I was um uh I walked up to a car that had stopped and and it was a young couple, and I've never ever said this before or since, and I just said You want to see your baby on a free ultrasound, right? And they just looked at each other and said, Okay. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And they chose life and they were indeed on their way there for an abortion. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know why I did that, other than the Holy Spirit. And Carrie's story reminds me so much of that. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will speak for us. And the words sometimes that pop out of our mouth were like where did that come from yeah well now we're telling you folks yeah
0: yeah (laughs) and that's why it's important for us to walk with the lord right oh yes that we're not drawing from an empty well yeah but our ministry to these moms and these dads at the abortion centers is actually the overflow of our relationship with jesus and we can clearly hear from the lord and we can be a, a mouthpiece for him to speak through because at the end of the day, God knows their stories, right? Yeah. God knows their struggles. God heard their prayers as they're driving to the abortion center. He knows how to answer those things. And um, we don't, right? And so if we're in tune with the Lord, sometimes he'll drop that stuff in our hearts. He'll put the words in our mouth. I remember there was a story, maybe not super similar to this, but it was a um, it was a mom pulling into the Latrobe Abortion Center, actually. I was up the road a little ways. And she had stopped. I was doing our normal thing. Offering literature, waving, smiling, making eye contact. She did stop. And right away, somehow, supernaturally, I knew she had one other kid, a little boy that was two years old. And I just said that. Like, it just kind of came out of my mouth, me not thinking. I was like, you're here because you're having another kid. You're already struggling with your kid, your little boy who's two years old. I understand that. And like, I'm just speaking this like I know it. And I do know it somehow, supernaturally, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, spoke right to her heart. Like she had to, her ears had to perk up. This guy knows my, he knows my business. And, of course, we're not trying to get in their business, but like God drops that in your heart. It lets them know that he knows them and he knows their situation. And us being open to the Holy Spirit in that way is pretty powerful. Yeah. And God uses it. So It's also
1: so freeing. Yeah. When you truly believe that, you truly recognize it's not me. I'm never going to convict anyone of anything. It is God working in their hearts, the Holy Spirit working in their hearts. Then um, it allows you to, I wouldn't say quite have fun out there, but it allows you to relax and, and trust that it's, it, it's up to God, not you. Yeah. And God can do anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the next story that we want to share, this is a Holy Spirit moment. Happened in San Bernardino, California. Mm. And this is one of our volunteers out there, Grace, who shares this story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and forgive me if I fumble through the reading because I'm not great at reading out loud. Oh, really? Do my best.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> it depends. Some days I'm better than others. Um, she says a car was driving slowly, st- stopping in front of me. The woman in front was adamant about having an appointment. She kept talking, but someone in my head told me, give the brochure to the girl on the back. So this happens a lot. A woman's driving in, there's somebody in the back, and we're trying to focus on the person driving when in reality, God wants to redirect us to the person in the back. That's what he did in this situation. Exactly. I handed handed our flyer to the girl sitting in the back. She looked at me with a blank stare. I knew from that moment she was the one who needed the the brochure. They went to the abortion center parking lot and parked. However, they never got out. All of a sudden, the car pulled out and stopped next to me. The girl in the back immediately got out of the car, hugged me and cried. She told me to help her. She didn't know what to do. The woman in the front seat was the teen's mother who wanted her to get the abortion. Mm. I hugged her back. The teenager and the mom were flustered. The mom of the teen was defensive but said that she supported whatever decision her daughter would make. The teen was so relieved to find us. She told us we rescued her from the worst mistake she could make. The Holy Spirit will tell us who to reach out to. Normally, I would have given the literature to the woman in the front. She looked young. She was the one saying that she had an appointment. However, the Holy Spirit nudged me and told me to reach out to the girl in the back seat. It was a great learning lesson for me. Sometimes you should be quiet, listen, and be led. Mm. Amen.
1: Amen. Yeah. That's a great line, isn't it? That is. Be Be quiet, quiet, listen, listen,
0: and be led. Be led. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 The Holy Spirit will guide you.
0: So here's an important point. Yeah. You know, we talked just a minute ago about walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Not drawing not drawing from an empty well, but letting our ministry at the abortion center be the overflow mm-hmm. of our relationship with the Lord. Well, practically speaking, you know, you can have all the overflow you want. But if you're not focused out there, you know, mm-hmm. if you're distracted, this is why we're so adamant about not having chit-chat out there, not being on your mm-hmm. phone when you're out there. Mm-hmm. Even I would say I don't even like having earbuds in and listening to music. Now there are some scenarios that I will, if there's a bunch of loud pro aborts around or something like that. You know, I've been known to put my earplugs in and or my yeah. you know my ear pods in and listen to music just to drown it out. But really that's not the best. The best is to to listen, to pay attention, right? When a car pulls up, if you're distracted by the chit chat that you're having with your friend or You know, the music that you have blaring in your ears, whatever, you're not able to pay attention and actually hear from God, right? We can drown out the voice of the Lord by distractions and stuff. Yeah. And thankfully, Grace was able to hear from the Lord in this situation and direct the attention to the person that needed it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Really, really important to be always on alert for the Spirit's prompting. And that's that's hard if you've got your mind filled with other things. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't listen to music either. I don't listen to anything, and I pace so that and I tell people I'm pacing on purpose, not just to get steps in, but um but to be able to not get distracted by yeah. by my fellow teammates who I love, but this is not the time, yeah to yeah to spend I mean, there's literally babies dying, and so we need right. to stay focused, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so the Holy Spirit will guide us is kind of the and and be alert and listening for his guidance. But this next story comes from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I think Harrisburg is a fairly new um
0: So actually we've had a presence in Pennsylvania and actually in Harrisburg for a while. Uh huh. We had shifted from Harrisburg to York, which is not terribly far away and because that's where we did our prayer walks at. Yeah. And so Sarah, our leader there, um, shifted really her focus to York, but now is beginning to build a team back again in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So that's yeah. probably you know where that thinking comes from. Okay.
1: So about? this is Heidi from uh, the Harrisburg Sidewalk, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania Sidewalk wrote to us. She said last year I was new to sidewalk counseling. And I would always meet up with another counselor at the clinic. I arrived in the city of Harrisburg before my partner. And since I am not very street smart, I made a decision to never be on the sidewalk alone. Um, FYI, good decision. You yep. should never be on the sidewalk alone. When I arrived, I noticed that the clinic happened to be closed that day. But as I watched from my car, a woman arrived and then left when she walked up and read the sign on the door. I tried to scramble to speak to her, but I was too far away, and she left. I felt so convicted for many days, like I had blown it. I had missed a big opportunity to share with her, especially because there were no escorts that morning. Escorts being the pro-abortion people that really are a huge problem and distraction sometimes. The next week, I was going to be the only counselor there for the first hour or so, and I felt the Holy Spirit assure me that he was with me and that I wasn't really alone. As I stood out there trying to be brave, a very sweet young woman walked up to me and said, I want to do what you are doing. I have never seen anyone out here before. I was so shocked and delighted. In reality, there was a group of faithful Catholic pro-lifers that had been out there several times a week for many hours for years, but in terms of love life presence, she was alone. I believe that God ordained this moment as an encouragement to me and as a sign for her future, this sweet, spirit-filled young woman is Lydia Sauerman, our new Love Life Harrisburg City Coordinator. Yeah, it's amazing. So that as she's standing there feeling all alone and then beating herself up for... Uh, missing an opportunity, she goes out with renewed conviction that she needs to be standing there. And the young lady that comes and says, hey, I've, I've wanted to do this, but, uh, you know, I'm, there's never anyone out here. And yeah. it turns out that, you know, Heidi showed up at the perfect moment so that the, they work together. And this woman was obviously, Lydia, so convicted by uh, what was happening there on the sidewalk, she ends up becoming the new Love Life Harrisburg City Coordinator.
0: Yeah, it's You know, you
1: couldn't write a better story. Yeah. And, and just showing the Holy Spirit is with us. We can be confident the Holy Spirit desires this work, desires babies to be saved, desires the gospel to go forth more than us. Yeah. And so yeah. he he is there.
0: Yeah. He is yeah. there. Not just uh saving babies and leaving mom or leading moms and dads to to himself, but the Holy Spirit is also activating Christians to get yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so it's it's really cool yeah. A cool story. Okay, so I'm going to read this one from Cassandra. Okay. Who is one of our volunteers, faithful volunteer. She brings her kids out to the sidewalk sometimes. And uh, her and her family have been very faithful. And so she says here, and the title of hers is Holy Spirit Conviction. Mm, Jesus yeah. said the Spirit comes to convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, right? Jesus, um, through the Holy Spirit, brings conviction. Right. So she says, my, my Holy Spirit moment that stands out was when a woman that was from the opposition, a pro-abortion volunteer, was continually screaming, beep your Lord, obviously expletive, <laughs> right, cuss word, right. your Lord over and over at me. My young kids were playing in front of me on the sidewalk, completely unfazed by her. She put on a demonic song to upset me, but I told her how I used to like that same song, but the music left me feeling depressed and worthless. Then I shared how the Lord changed my life. I asked her what this lifestyle is doing for her and shared the hope only Jesus can give her, that he can save her. Haven't seen her in a long time and pray she's seeking him. A man was there that came to pray and remarked how calm I was the whole time. It was definitely the Holy Spirit. Now, mm-hmm. get the scenario. So, again, not only does the Holy Spirit convict moms, mm-hmm. right, and mm-hmm. cause them to choose life and, and, and turn to him, moms and dads, and, mm-hmm. of course, activate Christians. We, we read about that in Harrisburg and, you know, use us to speak to women in the back seat of the car, right? He redirects us. But he also helps restrain us. Now again, get the scenario. Yeah, this is a mama yeah. bear. Cassandra is not a a kind of half-hearted mom, right? She's wholehearted. She's she's gonna protect her kids. And they're
1: young and she's got several. I think there's four, maybe five of them.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. And you know, the tendency would be and and rightly so, this yeah. woman is cussing in front of her kids. Right. She's acting like a fool. Yeah. And to really just be angry and just light into her, which I wouldn't fault Cassandra for. But right. an even better way is for her to be calm point out the folly in this woman, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak through her to bring conviction. And apparently that's what happened. That lady hasn't been out there in a long time, and maybe God removed her. Maybe the conviction of the Holy Spirit was so heavy on her she couldn't come back out because Cassandra displayed the love of Jesus in spite of this woman's vitriol and bitterness and anger.
1: I love what you said about that the Holy Spirit restrains us because I hadn't thought of that role of yeah. the Holy Spirit, but it's such an important role because we are antagonized all the time, yeah, when we're out there, and we do need to learn restraint, and it is inhuman sometimes or outside of our human ability, yeah. Um, the restraint that we need to exercise because, <clears throat> sorry, my throat is really bothering me today um, because the provocation is so bad yeah. it's so serious so Holy Spirit restraint I love that idea yeah. Yeah. yeah and I
0: think especially for men let me just let me speak yeah. on behalf of all men that are yeah. on the sidewalk <laughs> and say when you have these pro-aborts you know I think of some of these, these male pro-aborts mm. I mean, in one sense, you got some of the female pro boards yelling at you, no uterus, no opinion. And then right. you get these men out there. Of course, they don't have a uterus, but somehow they get an opinion, you know, in that worldview because they side with the opinion of death.
1: Yeah. Logic isn't necessarily there. But, but Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but one of the things for me, when you get these, I mean, let me just use the word pansy. When you get these pansy, air quote, men out there supporting abortion, it's really hard for a man like me. To, like, you know, not put him in them in a chokehold. Call to
1: their face, right? <laughs> put, put them in a
0: chokehold or call them a pansy to their face right. or an effeminate, you know, yeah. worthless whatever. Um, the fact that I don't do that is actually evidence of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Let me tell you. Because that stuff is, it's so easy to, to point out. It's so easy to point out. Even sometimes the flawed logic and just be real. Um, a real smart aleck about it. Although yeah. I have from time to time fallen yeah. into that. Yeah, I think somehow sometimes the Lord does give us wisdom and give us uh, an answer to a fool according to their folly. But sometimes He restrains us to not answer a fool according to His folly. Yeah, and so um, I would say for men and women that are out there, the Holy Spirit does help restrain us because some of the things that these people say not just pro abortion people but people that are bringing their girlfriends for abortions or bringing their daughters for abortions sometimes it's it's so ridiculous sometimes the reasoning the anger the hatred is so ridiculous that it would be so easy for us to get in the flesh yeah. and just spew you know hatred right back at them yeah but well, the holy so- spirit restrains us from doing that
1: there was uh, a man not not long ago, a few days ago, who told us he had to have an abortion because he was struggling to feed his dogs. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's like... It was so hard not... I was angry. That statement, for some reason, just really... You never know what's going to hit you. But
0: because he a dog over his own the baby. The dog
1: over his own baby, two dogs yeah. Yeah. over yeah. his own and baby. And
0: so not that it's wrong to reply to that stuff, but it could be wrong to reply... You know, the first thing that comes out of your mouth sometimes out of the flesh. So the Holy Spirit does give us restraint over the flesh. Yeah. So that's... That's a Holy Spirit moment for sure. Yeah. I don't know if you want to read one more and then we'll wrap this thing up. All right.
1: Yeah. I was was figuring we're getting close on time. So this one I think is a really important one because we will all face it. This was from Rolf, who is also here in Charlotte. Love, Rolf. Part of our afternoon um, teams. Yeah, And and Rolf is talking about something that we all will feel at some point or another on the sidewalk. And that's just wondering, is it really worth it? Yeah. And discouragement, yeah. because the fruit is sometimes few and far between. So he says, here's a Holy Spirit moment that I experienced a few weeks ago. Vicki was part of it. That's me. Um,
0: <laughs> of course you would read this story. Just,
1: just in case, hey, it was the next one on our list. Um, I was feeling very discouraged. I mentioned to Vicki that I had lost my attitude. I used to go to the abortion center and send out messages of compassion and hope. Lately those messages were turning to rebukes as I got more and more fed up with the attitudes of the women and their companions drivers he is not alone yeah. I find myself oh, yeah. doing that too the more the more I'm out there sometimes the more my attitude changes towards just anger yeah Vicky mentioned that sometimes that is what they need to hear that was somewhat helpful but I was still not convinced then Vicky turned to a car with a woman and child inside that Uh, his wife and I had been communicating with. Vicki convinced her to go back inside and try to get her friend out of the center. And she did go back in. The center people wouldn't let her have access to her friend, but she actually made the effort. And she thanked us for being there. That was so encouraging. Then two young women actually came to the sidewalk and asked me for materials. This was after having no success in giving out a single brochure Surely these events were not coincidences, but rather the work of the Holy Spirit. And then as a side note, later on, as I was talking with Rolf to that woman, I asked what she did. She turned out to work for a staffing agency, and she gave me her phone number. And the the very next day, I connected with a mom who needed work, and I called this woman (laughs) and said, listen, would you... Could you get her a job, and and the woman did. Well, I mean, just the the series of of encouragement that came out of a, Ralph feeling just really discouraged, and the Holy Spirit does that in in our times of deep darkness, need discouragement. He's there. The Holy Spirit is there, and and will encourage us if we just open our eyes to. Um, it's really all the miracles that are happening yeah. out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: So are we going to put this article out on the Sidewalks yes, for Life Yes, website? we will. Okay, we will. cool. Because there's some other cool stories in there here. There are. And I'm sure you guys that are listening, maybe you have some cool stories to share where the Holy Spirit's really it has been evident that he was there in that situation. You could still send those over. Maybe we do a part two of this at some point. Sure. Um, you could reach out to me, Daniel at lovelife.org. You reach her, Vicky with a Y, at lovelife.org. Uh, So check out our training and equipping website that I just mentioned, sidewalksforlife.com, sidewalks4life.com. And then our podcast website, gospelcenteredprolife.com. If you want more of our episodes and be able to search keywords and find out if we've done an episode about a subject that you're um, inquiring about. And uh, until next time, God bless.
1: God bless you all.
0: Give me an outlet for gratitude I know it will cost me my life Nothing's too precious since I met you